0: Welcome to the Pelvy Biz Podcast. Are you a pelvic health PT or OT struggling to start your own practice? This podcast helps pelvic health PTs and OTs get out of debt, gain the income they desire, be able to treat patients without insurance restraints, and learn how to create time freedom for yourself and your family. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy pelvic health business grower and Biz. Over the last two years, I went from a solo entrepreneur to a seven person team and counting. I'm here to help provide a clear path to grow your pelvic health business as fast as possible so that you can gain the time freedom, decrease debt, increase income, and live the life that you desire. Before we get started today, make sure you click the link in our bio to grab your ticket for PelviBiz. biz. Now let's get into today's episode what's up, guys? Welcome to Pelvy Biz podcast. I'm your host Kelly Alhoey. Today, we are going to talk about sales. Most people view sales like a used car salesman and that they are just trying to get them to be sneaky and get them to buy something that they truly don't want to buy. However, today, I'm going to teach you how not to be that used car salesman and not to have that yucky feeling or not to feel like, oh my gosh, like I just feel horrible for getting this person to buy something that potentially they don't want to buy. Instead, we're going to change that to get people to understand what their actual Uh, problem is and then how we're going to solve it and then how we're going to change their life. But they're going to make the decision. We're not going to um, make the decision for them. So let me guide you through some key steps that I like to use when asking people to, um, you know, come in to a physical therapy visit. So number one, more often than not, we always start with asking hey, what problem do you have? Well, when we start by asking that question, a lot of times people have already heard this, okay? People have already heard, what problem do you have? And so most often than not, that is a negative, uh it, they're associated with like a negative tone rather than a positive tone. So right off the bat, if they focus that is a negative tone, then they are, are going to be immediately defensive that you are the used car salesman and you are trying to sell them on something. So let's ask a better starting question. So instead of asking them, so what problem do you have? Let's ask this question. What can I do to help you? Isn't that a positive, feel good kind of tone? That's what you want to ask. That's, that's number one. Or what are you looking for? Tell me what you're looking for. Tell me why you wanted to fill out this form on my website or tell me why you gave us a call. I'm so curious. Okay. And that really starts with a really positive note. So let's just say, I'm going to go through an example here. So ring, ring, ring. They call me and we're like, hi, yeah. What are you looking for? And they're like, well, I want to stop my leaking or my leakage. Okay. Oh, okay, great. We can definitely help with that. So let me ask you this, Sally. So why, this is my second question. So why do you want that? Why do you want that? And then Sally replies and says, um, so that I can get through my entire workout with, you know, without leakage. That's what I would love to do. And then my third question is, no, really, Sally, seriously, why, why do you want that? Why do you want to stop your leakage? And then Sally, I'm trying to dive deeper here, guys. This is where I'm going with this, okay? You got to get deeper. Don't just stop at the leakage. So so I asked, well, so really tell me why. So why is that important to you? Well, here's, here's her response to the third question. Well, it's important to me because I feel embarrassed. That's important. I feel embarrassed and I just want to be able to make it through a workout without having to stop. My girlfriend's over here. They you know, just are they able to make it through a whole workout and I'm not able to, and I just want to be like them. So, you know, I would love that. Okay. So you want to, so if I'm hearing you right, so now this is my fourth question. This is a clarifying statement. So if I'm hearing you right, you want to be able to make it through a workout so that you're not embarrassed about your leakage so that you're able to complete the class so that That why, why is that important to you? Again, I'm even diving even more deeper than that. So I just want to be able to complete my workout so that I can hang out with my buddies. And also if I can't complete my workout, then I feel like I'm gaining weight. And then I feel like I'm losing confidence just in general because I'm gaining, you know, weight. And I just, I don't like that. So then that's the deeper why. That's the real deeper why. So let's speak to that. So what I'm hearing, Sally, is, that you feel that you're losing confidence because you can't complete a workout and you can't hang out with your girlfriends in the class because, or keep up with them because of this problem. And also you feel that if you continue to go down this path, you're actually gonna gain weight. Is that true? And then Sally's gonna go, yes, that's true. Now here's my time to then let's dive deeper. So as I'm diving deeper, then I ask her, so how long have you been dealing with this? Okay. And then she's going to reply, well, like three years. Okay. So what has stopped you from getting help over the past three years? Well, I just thought, you know, it would just get better on its own. And I went to like a urologist and they wanted to prescribe me meds and, you know, I took it for a couple of weeks, but then I just didn't like how I felt on them. So I got off. Okay. So... Okay. So you went there, it didn't really work. And now, so I'm just repeating back what she said. So it didn't really work. And now you're looking for another solution so that overall we don't gain weight. I'm going back to her problem and going back to her deeper why I'm restating that. Okay. Um, and so let me ask you this, Sally, you know, if, if this is a really important thing, if the word if, okay. I say if, because it, it's basically more positive and allows permission rather than I'm telling her to do something. So if we're able to solve your problem, you know, is that something that you would like to commit to? Well, um, it just depends on do you take my insurance or not? <laughs> we all love that. Okay. So, oh, okay. Great question. Yeah. So just so you know, we're a network providers. We charge this amount per visit and then we provide you with a super bill. Ooh, that's like, now here's the objection. Ooh, that's so steep. That's really, really steep. I don't know if I can afford that. We then need to sympathize with the patient and say, I completely get that that seems like a crazy number, especially if you were anticipating that something was gonna be in network and covered. Completely get that. But most of our patients here, just so you know, actually have insurance, but they choose to come come to us because of the results that they get. And because of those results, they get better faster and their problem actually gets solved. And they never return to the state that they are in, that they were previous in before they came in to see us. So that's how I handled the objection to walk people through. Now, Sally, would you like to hear how we can get you to stop leakage? Again, I'm giving her permission to then allow me to tell her the offer that I have for her so that then she can get better. If she was really like, "Mm," and like in negative land, I may not present the offer to her of what I actually have because I don't think then she's ready for that. Okay. People have to be ready and willing to listen and they have to be open to it. So she's open to it. Is that okay? If I tell you how I can get you from point A to point C Yes, would love to hear that. And now I lay out the vision and get her to envision and how it's actually going to feel. People buy things based on how it makes them feel. That's why people actually say yes. If you can get them to um, dive deep into why they have this problem and get them to feel what it feels like to reach basically the top of the pyramid or the top of the mountain, then they are going to say yes. People that say no are the people that can't get over their beliefs or can't get out of their own way. Like seriously, that's why people say no. Um, there's a quote um, in here that I was going to quote. The same thing they use as an objection is keeping them from having what they want. It's so huge. So when someone says, I can't afford it, well, that same mindset is actually keeping them from what they actually want. They're they're basically blocking themselves from getting what they want. Because they haven't yet changed their mindset, whether or not that's a good or a bad thing. They haven't yet changed their mindset to get out of their way to then get the thing that they actually want. Crazy, right? It's really, really crazy. Um so uh what else do I want to say about this? Uh people people say yes for two reasons. There's only two reasons there. It's towards pleasure or away from pain. Those are the reasons why people say yes. So again, if you can show them that they are here and they have this leakage problem and that we can get them to return back to CrossFit without leakage, then that's a yes. They will say yes to you and say, yes, I can come in for a visit because I believe that you can get me there. Okay. So, And this is a very valid um, way to not feel like that used car salesman. You're actually doing a disservice if you don't present an offer to this person. So if this person has this problem, let's just say this leakage, like Sally has leakage, okay? And you then don't make an offer to this person, but you know you have the solution. Because maybe, let me give you an example. Maybe you didn't make an offer because this person was like a student, and you're like, I know this student, because my own beliefs are getting my way. I know this student cannot pay $200 an hour because it's too much for her. Well, I am now putting my own beliefs on this on this person that's trying to actually heal because I am immediately, I don't want to say judging, but I'm immediately just analyzing and saying, nope, she can't afford this. So I'm not going to even um, have her come back for another visit because I know she just can't afford that. Well, the reality is you're hurting her because you now are not giving her the solution. You're not even giving her the option to even get better. And you know that you can truly help her, but you're letting the fear about telling about the money hold you back, which then in return is actually holding her back. And why are we in healthcare? We're in healthcare to help people. But for some odd reason, I was just literally having a chat in my mastermind group. For some odd reason, as healthcare workers, we get so um, hung up on the price point. Uh, You know, we get so hung up on the price point. uh, And I think because we believe, I think this is the belief, and I could be wrong on this, but... Oh, we're healthcare workers. So we should just help people for free, for free, for free. And if we're not doing that, then we're bad people for charging for our time. Well, why does every other profession get to charge for their time? But when it comes to us, how dare we charge for our time? Is it because that's just the system that we weren't taught that way? Is because that's a culture? Like, what is it? Why do we feel that we can't charge for our time or even just our knowledge? So I think it's something as a whole, especially healthcare workers, we need to, you know, really understand the value. Like we have the biggest value to bring to anyone's life. It's health. There's no price tag for health. So why are we not presenting offers that can actually help with people's health? I mean, it's just shocking to me. It really is. It's really, really shocking. So the next time when it comes to sales, I mean, I could go on and on about this stuff, but when it comes to sales, you do not have to be a used car salesman. Try to ask these questions. Okay. And see if this feels more comfortable for you to where you're like, you know what? I feel okay about this because I'm truly helping solve this person's problem. And don't let your beliefs be pushed on someone else's based on because you're fearful to say your price. Well, then that means, A, you need to do more training in on money beliefs um, in general. But don't let that hold you back from actually presenting an offer that's truly going to change someone's life, like life-changing. I mean, we have so many life-changing cases a day. Someone used to have to cath every single day. Now they can't. That's life-changing. Someone used to have to sit at their house all day long, and now they're able to go hiking with their husband because they're not peeing every. You know, 15 minutes—that's life-changing. People are not waking up out of out of sleep uh, and ruining their sleep because they're not peeing every, you know, every hour. Like that's life-changing, guys. These are just an example of today of like what went down um, in the clinic. So there's so many more life-changing things that we do for patients, and I mean, this is massive value we're providing. So don't be afraid to charge your price. Don't be afraid to just say what you're worth and just, you know, get the patient to truly understand. And here's another thing I'm going to add on to this. Get the patient to sell themselves. I don't have to sell anything. I just have to show them the path and get them to understand and bring more clarity to them. This is why on number four, I do a clarifying statement that I was talking about at the beginning is because I get them, they say what they want, but then I rephrase what they're saying to get them to understand that it's even more clear that we can solve their problem and we can help them because I hear them. And I, and I clarify it even more for them to get them to know, oh yes, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. That's very important. So they now see up She knows what I'm talking about. She knows what I want. So I'm going to go with her because she understands me. She gets it. They sold themselves. I didn't sell them on anything. Okay. It's very important. So hopefully this helps just a brief summary about like how not to be that used car salesman and how to feel good about, um, you know, presenting an offer to patients and being okay with, with that. So hopefully you guys have a great night. Bye guys. If you are ready to change your life, click the link in the show notes to get your ticket to Pelby Biz. Let's go.